This podcast is a production of the San Francisco Chronicle. And now the story of Sir Tim, Question Boy, and Nobby, who created a podcast that only has seven listeners. It's the TV Talk Machine. Yes, it is. The TV, Tim Goodman's TV Talk Machine, podcast number 60. Also known as the Cougar Cutoff, <laughs> the Cougar Cutoff edition. Uh, but you know, we're at sixty. Is uh, we've decided what are we going to do with sixty? We're going to put an asterisk on the Cougar Cutoff, <laughs> the sixty Cougar Cutoff. Because if you are still getting it done, as we like to say, if you're still getting it done at sixty, and you know what, we actually, and, and you know, we're not going to name names because it's too close to home. But we know somebody who Joe just told me you think is sixty-two. 62 is a... Uh, you think yeah. she is? Abs- I think so. This yeah. mystery woman? Yes. I got to tell you, she is still getting it done. Absolutely. Like, seriously. So she's the reason we're opening it up, right? Because <laughs> 60 was a cougar cutoff edition. And some people just can't fathom that somebody could yeah, be and we like don't, we don't want to 60. Right. And we don't want to put arbitrary numbers on something. We don't want, well, Far who, be it for us. Who wants to lay blame? Why, who wants to stereotype, pigeonhole? I mean... Stereotypes are, are damning. And one of the stereotypes about this podcast is that, you know, sometimes we don't even listen to our own podcast. And that stereotype <laughs> came true this week when neither of us listened to the last edition. In fact, we didn't even know that Benny had cut out about five or ten minutes of it. Oh he goes, oh, God. I'm sorry, I cut off about five or ten minutes. And I said, I, I didn't listen to it. And uh, neither did Goodman. So, um, and hopefully some of you did. <laughs> oh, God. How... How bad is that? Now, now, that is a ringing endorsement, actually, for our own work. It's yeah. so good. It just We let it sit out there in the ether, yeah. the great Anon. It's like a fine wine. <laughs> Do you like want to plug wine. your, your uh, winery there that you always plug? Bella Vineyards? Uh, Bella Vineyards, yes. yes. It's not, uh, no paid content, no freebies, but I do love Bella Vineyards. We've got to do the all sellout edition. I, got, I would be a pitchman extraordinaire for a lot of good products. Like yeah, Pete's, Pete's Coffee. coffee. Oh, we totally. go before first coffee. That's yeah. what fuels yeah. most of us. <laughs> That's right, Pete's Coffee. Diet Coke. Yeah. Junior Mints. Bella, Bella. Vineyards. Yeah. Uh, Chipotle, I think you oh, would probably Chipotle, get them. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let me. Uh, so, but let's just let's let's. I would go Geneva Delicatessen for some oh, supper side. Yeah, yes. look at you. You got the Italian roots coming out. Uh, let me just say uh, before we get into our mini uh, letters and calls <laughs> that as of la- last week's thing, I, I have a reason. I didn't even actually post it on the blog. Yeah, not you, only did you, you not that? listen, you didn't post it. <laughs> I have been busy. What have you been doing? I don't know. At work. I was too much work. I got the RSI stuff on the arms. I'm just I'm getting killed. It's brutal. Plus, I'm I'm, I'm gonna go to I'm, you know this. We have like two more of these, and then I'm going to Paris. Oh wow! Yeah. Are you gonna uh, podcast from there? I am not. I'm not podcasting from Paris. But I am gonna look down our. Maybe I should uh, do it solo. You should have a guest host. <laughs> you know what? Johnny would always have a guest host. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> Johnny would always have a guest host. Right, you are a great one. <laughs> you know what? It's my greatest fear, and it probably would come true. It would our 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 numbers would triple. The people really want you. They have no interest in me. I, no, no, you you appoint someone else to be your guest host, some other TV person. But how could you wouldn't want to do that? You wouldn't play second fiddle to a sub, subpar host. No, I, Ed, he, Ed always did. <laughs> I know he really made his paycheck, didn't yes, he? Yeah, absolutely. He would he came sit to work there every day. Right, every day. He right, got you it are a substitute great one. <laughs> But I, you know, I'm going to just say I, I apologize for not listening. I will get to it. I laid it down like a fine wine. 
You know, they say that about wine. You, sometimes you buy it and you drink it, and sometimes they'll say, in, in the wine country, they'll say, let me lay this down for five or ten years. So, I, <laughs> so in five or ten years, we'll listen to this, this week's podcast. Episode 59, I lay down. But the Cougar Cutoff Edition, you will be listening to right away. Right away, because we're going to do two parts this week. We're back in action. We've got yeah. two-parter this week, probably a two-parter next week. Then I'm going to go to Paris. Then I come back for a week. Then I go to L.A., and God only knows wow. what's going to happen down there. So this is probably our la- some of our last podcast for the summer. Well, well you're going to no, do no. some from L.A. <clears throat> well, uh, well, well, you know, we're going to get it together. You should we're... phone it in, since you metaphorically <laughs> phone it in every week here. <laughs> I mail it in. I want to find that guy in Paris. Who uh, who listens to us before he goes to bed? I want to find that one guy as I yeah, walk around. Yeah, you us. should. Wouldn't that great? You should, go, you should go to his house <laughs> and just sit there and just talk and about talk television to him while he hey, falls asleep. Hey, ladies. <laughs> I'd be like a I'd be like a Barry White. I'd be the White Barry White. <laughs> How you doing, there, baby? You know the riches is coming back in <laughs> August. <laughs> All right. So apologies for that. We're going to Paris. We got we got our summer plans laid out for us. And uh, here we are in the Cougar Cutoff Edition uh, with an asterisk if you're still hot and getting it done after 60. Let's go. We have a, we have a letter that uh, said we have forgotten. We have a couple of letters we've forgotten to read. One is from Israel. It's been here for like a month. Benny it up for like a month, and then I messed it up, and then you... Oh, no, wait a minute. Wait, wait, no, no, you <laughs> forgot to bring it in last week. I gave that one to you. That's true. I did. You even uh, blogged about it, so... I did. I blogged it. We yeah. were going to do it, and then like three weeks later, we haven't done it yet. Uh, and then we also have a very lengthy message to start off. Let's, let's, it's a big one. Are you up for it, question boy? Oh, I hope so. I hope right. I can do it justice, because this is it. from Marie from the 510 by way of the 808. 808 state. Sir Tim... QB and the Knobster. I have been listening and patiently <laughs> waiting for the first e- for my first email to be read to no avail. <laughs> meanwhile, all of this stuff is getting pent up and it's time for another email. <laughs> By the way, I'm writing this while enjoying your bloated, lazy one podcast for the week. <laughs> Somebody listened. Yay! First off, yes, I think that the seventh season of Gilmore Girls was the best season ever. And I'm wondering if you, Sir Tim, watched it back in the day. Seventh season of Gilmore Girls? Wasn't that the worst one? Did you like it? I guess that <laughs> Sorry, I guess that would... Marie, I think that was the worst one, wasn't it? Like, that's... Wasn't that the last one? I uh, would vote for the theme song as one of the best new theme songs for a show... From a show ever. Oh, yeah. Great theme song to Gilmore Girls. No question. Oh, and I, meant, and I also mentioned Living Lohan in my last email. <laughs> Which we didn't read. The original was sent like a month ago. <laughs> you failed to read answers, so I have to ask now. Did you watch it? Uh, Living Lohan. No, I did not watch Living Lohan. Thank you. I think I will have to continue to watch it <laughs> in case that saucy little kitten, no, kitten Lindsay, ever comes on. <laughs> and no saucy homo. Saucy little kittens. That's yeah. the next podcast. Yes. Our saucy little kittens cut off podcast. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. And she's, but she says, uh, and no homo. Does anyone include you on to no homo? No, I think it that? could greatly improve the funniness of the podcast. Look it up on the Urban Dictionary if you're lost. No homo is when you say something like, if I were to compliment you, as we, there's the much homoerotic uh, content in this yes, podcast. Exactly. But to prove that I am not really gay, uh. I would, you know, tag along to the end of this. No homo. Like really? I would say, that's a very nice shorty robe you have. No homo. Oh, and so it's now it's it's entered yeah, the I, urban I think that's dictionary? A, actually a story I, I want to pursue. This wow. month as this gay pride month. Wow, yeah. interesting. I don't need to do that. I'm comfortable with my own. Same, um, same. Yeah, I'm comfortable. We don't, with my we don't own. have to do that. 
No, I'm just. I'm, I'm gonna say I'm, homo too at the end. I'm gonna say I think it's a good looking. Uh, yeah, thing. I'm, homo. You're hot. I'm yeah. gonna. I'm gonna tell. So I'm gonna. In fact, today I'm gonna tell uh, somebody, who, some guy, but not either of you two in this room, <laughs> that the maybe their shorty robes looking good or their yeah. garden or something like that. Right. You don't. Yeah, have to, you don't have to I'm comfortable the, in my own manliness and male sexuality. Yeah. Same. Second part, I don't think these crappy theme songs are helping Josh search for a job. <laughs> Josh is our reader, yes. or our listener, who... Uh, now he's made three. Yes, he's made three theme songs, one of which is excellent, two of, two of which are okay. Yeah, actually. Pixie Brawl, no, uh, Pixie Bars was a little too upbeat. Pixie yeah. Brawls is pretty good. Very good. And of course, our now our theme song. Yeah, and, uh, but uh, um, Marie says, I wouldn't hire him, and they certainly can't be helping his love life. I think the logo for bars should be a guy barfing the word bars. <laughs> That's just my professional opinion as a graphic designer. Oh, she's a gra- Ooh, graphic designer. Hot. I love, I love graphic designers. Marie goes on to say... Right in my wheelhouse. You need to play local <laughs> first. <laughs> Do these international people even buy the paper? No! They just mooch off this free podcast. They probably even read the banner ads in the gate. And am I damn tired of listening to them bitching about not being able to call in and leave their douchey messages? <laughs> Even worse, when they do get through, I have to listen to their douchey messages. <laughs> wow. Ain't Marie, anger, bringing me American anger. Number four. Point four. By the way, you weren't... before you go into point four, Marie, one of our top candidates now for picky brawls. Oh, yeah. Ah, she's bringing the high heat. Yeah. And I love uh, anyone who can use uh, make douchey <laughs> into an adjective. That's, that's, I love that. You are not in any way organized enough to be Walmart. Honestly, Walmart does not take the day off because Garofoli has to hang out with his family. <laughs> Who are you kidding? Yeah. Now she's taking on Hannah from Sweden. Oh, boy. Hannah, I'm sorry. Is it just me, or is Hannah from Sweden a total stalker? Also, she sounds homely. Also, like a total lush. The accent doesn't fool me. And CSI Miami, really? Really? My friend did wardrobe on that show. She could be our spy to the inner workings of such shows as CSA Miami, House, and movies like Spider-Man 2, and Bring It On 3. <laughs> wow. Wow. Bring It, bring it, on, it on 3? Th- we want to spy on oh. that movies. But uh, Marie's connected to Hollywood. Boy, she just threw the high heat to Hannah, though. What we learned from her work on Bring It On 3, Hayden <laughs> Panettiere is a total fake bitchy skank, who I think we're going to be sued for this, who constantly asks for her shorts to be hem shorter. Really? And she stole Jess of Gilmore Girls. Oh, that's the the hero star, the um, Hayden. Wow, is that, that is, is a, not. She's a, the cheerleader on on, on heroes. Yeah, that is a, not uh, our editorial comment. But no, that was Marie's Marie editorial. She is just five one zero eight. Wow, she is angry. Number point number uh, whatever <laughs> this is. Am I the only one who doesn't like Flight of the Concords? Yes, I doubt seeing them live would change my mind. <sighs> well, I I love them live. They were fantastic live. Marie, damn it. If you guys don't want to talk about the plethora of reality, reality TV entertainment out there, I could be your reality TV correspondent. Oh. Think we, about it. Yeah, we could use one of those. And if uh, you're wondering why this email is sent to your four emails, it is to ensure it doesn't get, quote, lost again. <laughs> she did send it to all four of us. That is Marie from the 510 by way of the 808 PS. Yes. Now, we, we should uh, say that she is also the girlfriend of Chris the intern here. Yes, Chris the intern. That's his So that's, that's his girlfriend. And he, you know, is a bit... Uh, 
nervous about uh, you know he welcoming is, her into this because he's concerned about his job prospects. Well, yeah, because you know he's got he's got a wild he's got a wildfire. Oh she's a God, loose cannon yeah. there. How does he even get to work every day? I would <laughs> stay home and hang out with Marie. Yeah, she's just she's saucy. I don't know what is he's not even actually here at work today. So maybe he's no, he's home. here. Oh, is he really? Yeah. What is he doing? I don't know. He's a young guy. Get home. Well, he says, listen to this. P.S. Get your bat off the shoulder. <laughs> Swing the Swing bat. Swing the bat. Oh, you've, when you've got a saucy little stallion, you've got to bring it. Come, Don't come to work and try to be a journalist. <laughs> the, the profession is just dead. <laughs> Coach Wooden said, you do your work at home, then you then you come in. Don't, don't try to impress us. The, the, the profession is dead, Chris. Coach Wooden said, do your work at home before you come in. <laughs> P.S. I have plans in the works for getting a snapshot of Chris in a shorty robe. Wow. Yeah. I, I don't, I, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. No, not at all. I, I've, not her shorty robe, yeah, maybe. Absolutely. I will email it to you immediately if I get one. Also, I had an awesome talking Alf doll oh. when I was young, and I had to watch my mom sell him at a garage sale. <laughs> That's heartbreaking. Thanks for dredging up traumatic childhood memories. I will send you the bill for my next therapy session. Marie, wow. Oh, Hall wow, of Fame. Wow, just, woo. Possibly. That was worth the 18 months it took to read to uh, yeah, it was a very long message, and we missed it for... Well, see, now we stirred up her anger because we forgot her message for a couple of weeks. But I got to say, well, a couple, she brings up a lot of good points, one of them being that uh, chicks who are angry are hot. That's like the yeah. number one point. Second and an of all, Alf doll. And Boy, that's like Alf your doll. dream woman. Oh, God, yeah, and graphic designer. But she's taken Chris. Yes. Yeah. Um, but here's the other thing. I mean, if she wants to be... She can maybe be a reality correspondent for us. She sounds like she's... But yeah. she could alienate, as, a, as, you, as you said today in your column, that you know that's all we have to look forward to. Oh yeah, look at oh, that. yeah. Look at you. Way to call. We'll call back to today's chronicle. I Can I just say one thing though about uh, Marie? <laughs> she 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 lashed out back at a lot of our international callers, and yeah. that's we don't like that. You uh, gotta you gotta. It's we're we one are, big family here. We are one big family, and we are the United Nations right. of lust. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we go to... Oh, I'm sorry. We're going to a call right now. Oh, right? did you see the flash, flashing light? I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, board, the board is all lit up. You know, we got a lot of calls coming. Hi, this is Andrea from the 203, Wilton, Connecticut. I called a few podcasts ago and asked if you could put the episode number in the title, and you did it. I'm so impressed. You guys are really customer service oriented. I like that. <laughs> and it's made it much easier for me, so thank you very much. And I had one TV content-related question instead of a tech talk question. Um, it was about series finale. And I know a couple weeks ago, Tim, you said that The Sopranos was your favorite. And I love The Sopranos finale. It was just so perfect how he kind of said, you know, as you said, we've watched this family for the past X number of years, and now the window closes, and we don't know what's going to happen in their future, just like... We don't know what's going to happen in anybody's future. That's life. But um, but then I saw the Wire series finale, and I just thought it was so great the way McNulty was standing on the bridge and reflecting back on the past. You know what everything that happened, and it just really wrapped everything up perfectly and showed you what was going to happen to the characters. And to me, it was just a better series ender. So I'm just curious what you thought was the Sopranos definitely your favorite, because I remember that you liked The Wire, too. So just curious what you think, and uh, I'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Wow, that's nice. That's the kind of call we like. It's uh, informative. Uh, it sounds like she was driving when she made that call, though. But right. a lot of I, people are driving when they listen to us. Yes. 
Killing time, I think, is the operative uh, common theme there. I'm driving right now. <laughs> I'm driving you crazy! By the way, uh, you did do angry Regis in that first letter. Very good. Like, it wasn't even called. That was a re- no, it was a request. Oh, Actually, it, was. it was. People was are calling out for requesting, that. Requesting, yes. Please read this uh, paragraph in angry Regis voice. <laughs> the nappers. Wow. Yeah, because uh, some, some, oh, we have some a people napper are napping when they listen to the podcast. And oh, they say angry Regis them uh, wakes them up. Wow. All right. So... Well, that was a very nice call. And uh, uh, series finales, you know what? I'll tell you what. The difference between the, the Soprano season finale and The Wire is that The Wire was more inclusive of, of what happened over, over the arc of the series. The, the, the Sopranos is very much of the moment and of the scene, and then it ended. Uh, the Wire was like, let's reward you by looking at what happens to some of these people. Uh, somebody else made a great point that um, Six Feet Under had a very wonderful uh, finale to that. And I also want to add, I may have said this on one of the early podcasts, but Extras. To me, the extra season finale, series finale, was fantastic. Well, you're, you're laughing at that, the Extras, because yes, you never watched I it. <laughs> I tried watching it. I didn't think it was oh, so God, funny. No, it was really funny. I love funny. Ricky Gervais, but... Yeah. I think I'm going to see Ricky Gervais in, uh, in uh, while I'm down in L.A. I'm, I'm sure you'll give him a sponge bath. You I just probably, love him. I love that guy. No, but I'm seeing him live in concert. Anyway, I think the extra season finale was also uh, very rewarding and very touching how they wrapped everything up. But maybe maybe she's right. Maybe The Wire is the way well, to yeah. go. Well, uh, I think The Sopranos kind of left it to the viewer to sort of interpret mm-hmm. what they think happened. The Wire was more, you know, journalistic and then it kind of wrapped up and, you know, and it was it was more uh, narrative, of a narrative type of thing. Right. Are we done talking seriously? We're done now. Yeah. Go to the next call. I mean, now let's, uh, let's go to the next, uh, you know, because we have so many calls. Let's go to, to the next email. We're going to a place we've never been before. Oh, really? Itai from Israel. Oh, Israel. Let's bring it in a new country. New uh, continent. New continent and country. All right, bring it. Dear ST, QB, and BE. ST? Sir Tim. Oh, nice. All right. Uh, since you take pride in your podcast being an international one, <laughs> don't we ever? I thought I'd expand your horizons a bit more. I'm Itai from Israel, the 972. <laughs> question mark, question mark. Listener number nine, I guess. The 972. Yes. TV broadcasting was introduced to Israel only as late as 1967 or so. Wow. And until the early 90s, there was only one channel. Ooh. Since then, we have three broadcast channels and countless cable and satellite channels, both local and international to choose from. This, of course, affected the way people consume television here. While in the past, we had to wait for months and years until a show was shown, if at all, now shows are aired, all, and now shows are aired almost as soon as they air on U.S. TV. With the advent of downloading, this is even more evident. Lost, for example, airs only five days after its original U.S. air date. I know this has affected local markets, but has this trend affected U.S. showmakers? Are international market considerations taken into account, similar to the way syndication questions are considered when trying to decide whether to renew a show for yet another season? Mm, smart. And is this fact that the market is an international one affecting content in any way? I know U.S. shows are always drawing inspiration from British TV, for example. Any thoughts? Itai from Israel. Excellent. Wow. Now, do you think you got Itai right? You think that's how well, you spe- he gave me a pronounced oh. Itai. Oh, beautiful. Like people, people are they're they, very they, they helpful know. for they're you. They're very helpful for me. And then <laughs> So really your job has just become easier. 
with the help of the readers, because this is sort of a user-generated content. <laughs> they love you. Show. Yes. No one loves me. They love you. Oh, they love you. Um, you no, know, you are great. You are the great one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there are international considerations. You know what? But before we get to that, because there's always a precursor, there's always a reason to go back and make the podcast that much more bloated. And it's this. Do you think that that in Israel, that, that the reading has just gone in the tank now. I mean, if they weren't getting, if they were, up until the 90s, they were getting like one channel. I mean, it, it was smart, smart population. And so now we've, we've enabled the gone in there and we've dumbed them down. We've, with more television, it would be interesting to chart like uh, test scores and yes. the amount of books purchased Absolutely. in Israel. Oh, yeah. Just the, yeah. the reading has probably just gone yeah. completely down. Uh, but yes, there are international considerations, um, not only because they, a lot of times, um, if a show doesn't work here, and if they pull it, sometimes they'll continue to make a couple of episodes because they want to sell the DVD, and that applies to Europe as well. Um, we look to, you know, Israel was, uh, um, we got, uh, what series? We got, um, t- not Tell Me You Love Me, uh, In Treatment came from Israel. Really? Yeah. Uh, and there's another... Uh, so we should hate them for that. For, <laughs> right? Now, people really love that show. Yes, uh, no, I, I can't. Know. I can't get into it. Yeah. Thank uh, God I cut off HBO because that was being uh, TiVo'd a bit too much for me. Uh, I think it was a message. Yeah, <laughs> it was your wife was sending you a message. Do a little like a little sticky. Why don't you watch In Treatment, honey? Watch this for one. real, for real. <laughs> uh, but and then also there's another series from Israel that's being I think imported by HBO as well. So yeah, they're making they're making more stuff. So yeah, I believe it's uh, it's one world. One world. <laughs> <laughs> Much like this podcast, is what, one world. The we embrace world of the television. World. Yes, it's all hugs. So yes, and those can, there are all kinds of considerations now. It's not we don't, we're not a, a borderless country or a bordered country anymore. We are just one, one, one big group. All righty, Bob from San Rafael, a little closer to home. Bob from San Rafael. Yes. Yeah. Tim, I went to the FX website today. to Find out when the season finale of The Riches. <laughs> oh, one of our favorite end. questions. <laughs> Would be air. I naively thought there would be a simple schedule I could use. Ha ha! So I went to the link for the riches. Mm-hmm. It is one of the most obnoxious websites I've <laughs> ever been subjected to. And that covers a lot of really ugly ground. Every time you move the mouse, something annoying happens. Yeah. And they have these things that look like mutant butterflies. <laughs> <laughs> Moving around on the screen to catch your eye. And make you want to smash your computer screen. Do butterflies have a role in the riches that I somehow missed? <laughs> Needless to say, I was unable to find anything pertaining to the riches schedule. So I have two questions. One, when will the season finale of the riches air? <laughs> and two, what's wrong with these people? Bob and San Rafael. Ah, uh, Bob and San Rafael. Uh, for our international listeners, San Rafael is just over the Golden Gate Bridge, slightly north. Um, that's helpful, isn't it? It is very helpful. Yeah, we should put a GPS thing on all we our reading. Google, Google mashup. Maybe we're all the callers call from this. Yeah, we should do like a. That's a great idea. Well, that's probably an old message because that's aired a long time ago. They probably have the May thirteenth. Oh, not too bad. A little bit. It's only June second right now. Don't send your emergency TV questions here. Please don't say send an email to us to saying I've fallen down. And I need you guys to come deliver my paper and pick me up because it won't happen. Uh, well, he's he's not even listening to us anymore. But uh, yeah, it's over. Seven episodes, and it was over. That website is very convoluted, though. Very is, convoluted. What is with the butterflies? I, you know what? The first season it was a very colorful uh, um, website, and people gave it a lot of 
<clears throat> a lot of attention, and I think they maybe overdid it this time. So, eh. But anyway, that's long past. Do we have anything that was sent to us in the latter part of May? Yes, or perhaps in fact, even this June? one. May 29th. Oh, right in our wheelhouse. Martha from Lafayette. Lafayette, yes. Burb woman on your blog. Burb woman? Yes. All you right. Know, do you recognize that? I do, handle? yeah. I'm just thinking burb woman. I guess it's kind of self-deprecating. <clears throat> Hi, Tim, QB, and Manny. Hello from the 925. Mm-hmm. Lafayette to be specific. I've been listening for quite a while now, and like many others, do so while exercising. Oh, God, we love that. Yeah. Sweating. Sweating. Yeah. Now, who was, there was the woman last week who was just, God, she's, she was, she's like, like glistening. It was like, that was the longest podcast ever when we were talking about her. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. She's still working out. (laughs) Yeah. No questions for you. Oh, even better. Thank you. And no expectation this will ever be read during the (laughs) podcast, but wanted to pass on good feelings to the podcast. Oh, good. Thank you. I love the man crush talk and also have a great appreciation for the male British accent. Oh, I wow. love Daniel Craig. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, the real male British accent, not yeah, yours. Not mine. Oh, yeah, she likes Daniel Craig. Oh, that's a good choice. Daniel Craig's a, he's kind of a scrunchy kind of, he's not, he's not like a hot guy. He's just kind of oh, workmanlike. I, I think he's hot. Daniel Craig? Kind of hot. Yeah. Really? Yeah. He's workmanlike. No, I, I like that blue collar. Yeah, you do. Don't you? I, I'm, I'm all about the white collar. No, no. My husband has no idea why I find your podcast so amusing, <laughs> but he did get a chuckle out of your Bill Walton imitations. Oh. oh, you just chuckling is not allowed. Chuckling is if you're riding the pine. You can, you know, when you look at a game, it's always the the twelfth man is always chuckling, throwing a towel in the air, rooting on the team. They're really not a contributor. And you gotta like that your wife continues to work out. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta stay in shape for the NBA twelve months a year. It's not like the old NBA where you just show up at the beginning of training camp expecting. To be in top shape. You can't. Not with the level of athletes in the NBA. <laughs> Shaq O'Neal, you can't show up to camp overweight. All right. My, sig- <coughs> wow. My significant television. Viewing. Oh, wow. Wow. Fleming. Very Good Fleming. Fleming. Thank mm-hmm. you. And Fleming. My significant television viewing days are behind me, but I'm looking forward to watching the last season of The Wire and the first season of Mad Men on DVD, and I'm oh. hoping that Life on Mars, BBC version, comes out soon as well. And although I don't live on that side of Lafayette, Upper Happy Valley Road oh. and Happy Valley Road are north of Highway 24. Neither are close to Pleasant Hill. <laughs> Your 10th listener, Martha from Lafayette. All right, Martha, way to go. I think you, she had, was correcting your geography. She so. was correcting. I think that's what the whole thing was. Uh, wow, is there a cough button you can press yeah, on Yeah, we, we don't have a cough button. We don't button. have a cough Here, button. Here's a cough <laughs> Wow, Fleming. Uh, so there is, I was right. There's an upper Happy Valley Road, which is my favorite, and then there's a Happy Valley Road. Now, how annoyed are you if you're on Happy Valley Road? Yeah, right? You go to the market, and you say, oh, hey, welcome to the neighborhood. Oh, thanks. I just bought a house in... Upper Happy Valley Road, where we're happier, right? They're happier. Right. You're like, uh, you're like a second-class citizen. Absolutely. I think about Your a lot happiness about... is less than theirs. Right. It's totally less. I think a lot about stuff like that. Is that why you didn't post the podcast? The <laughs> yes, week? I was thinking about <laughs> like that. Mark from the park. Wants hey, Mark. To know. Lord Timothy von Goodman. Von Goodman. <laughs> Lord Timothy von Goodman. I apologize for being greedy up front. But I have three quick questions for the awesome TVTN. Ooh. I read in the Bastard Machine your thoughts on HBO hiring Frank Rich yeah. as yeah. a creative consultant and your mention of 12 Miles of Bad Road. Mm-hmm. 
I know the show has been scrapped, but what exactly happened behind the scenes? <laughs> Bad writing. <laughs> and would HBO consider releasing the episodes they shot on DVD? Am I supposed to insert my that answer? Is, here? That is question number one. Okay. Question number one. Oh, great one. <laughs> what? Uh, you know what? They. I don't think they're going to release it. They gave the. They gave the episodes. Uh, kindly gave the episodes back to the creators, who shot them all around Hollywood, and there were no takers. I saw them, um, and I realized why they didn't take it. Because. Um, it's not an HBO show. It's it's basically a broadcast show with a little bit of filthy language. No, oh, and you didn't like it? No, it's no, no, no. Speaking of HBO, I read Judy Greer is up for one of the roles in the suburban suburban <laughs> wow suburban shootout remake. Yes, Judy Greer, we love her from Arrested Development and uh, Misguided. The article also states that this is dependent on whether or not ABC decides to bring back Misguided. No, nope, they canceled year. it. I thought Misguided was dead, but the article says ABC <laughs> has until the end of June to make a final decision. Is this true? Actually, that is true. They do have the end to the end of. Uh, this is like another. This you know, this we come full circle. This goes back to the question about contracts that Hannah had sent in from Sweden. Uh, they they are under the show has been canceled, Misguided, but they are under contract through the end of June, June thirtieth. Uh, and if ABC decides, you know what, we changed our mind, we're going to bring you back for midseason, then she can't take a new. She can't take the role. Uh, I, and I, I would just let me just go on a limb here that she should she should get out of that misguided which I liked but they canceled it and get into suburban shootout. It's a great Brit import and if HBO does it justice, it'd be really a lot of fun. Uh, Mark from the park says having misguided come back next season would be amazing. Third question: As a fan of The Wire, what are your thoughts on actor Tom McCarthy, who played spineless journalist Scott Templeton, <laughs> and has been confused for you by several, <laughs> several people? No, I added that. Yes, <laughs> That's I not know. from Mark. From the I park. know you did. Uh, well, what are your thoughts on? Uh, I have no thoughts on him. <laughs> he's a he's a wonderful actor. <laughs> it's great working with him. He's <laughs> great working with him. I just I love them. Thank you for doing the Tim Goodman story. Very generous. <laughs> Thank you for doing the Tim Goodman. <laughs> That's why he would play you. Yes, Tim Goodman. A, de- <laughs> a career of lameness. <laughs> You're another spineless journalist. <laughs> More specifically, does it bother you that he cheats on his TV fan base by playing bit parts in movies like? Syriana, Baby Mama, and even directing The Visitor. <laughs> He's a very... <laughs> wow, did his mom write this letter? It he is... cheats on his TV fan base. He's is that ver- considered cheating? No, he's very talented. You're an actor, you got to put bread on the table. I understand that. I'm all about the money as well. If you want to get technical, the guy is cheating on you, TV, with Mick LaSalle movies. What do you have to say about that? Uh, this, this portion of the question will be redacted. <laughs> My last request is for Question Boy. Please give me a great German a- German delivery of Lord Timothy von Gutmann. <laughs> Mark from the park. I love when people are so easily... And you've given me the same question twice. All right. And uh, that one, uh, let's see. Good you can afternoon. see our preparation. Uh, let's see. Okay. Oh, wow. It's just falling apart now. Nahian. Our good friend Nahian oh, from God. across the pond. Nahian from across the pond. Yes. Good afternoon, Sir Tim, QB, and Benny. Hope this finds you well. It's nice to have that. Uh, it's a, he thinks about us. Still too poor to phone in, but I may send an MP3 at some point in the future. Maybe. Question. Bring it. Can you think of shows where the female actors are completely wasted? Yes. Used as window dressing. Uh, The question girls are always wasted on this show. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking of shows like Chuck and Reaper, where actors like Sarah Lancaster and Missy Peregrim 
right? Yes, very good pronunciation. And just stand around looking pissed off at the main character, mm-hmm. who invariably is an annoying pillock of a male actor. Wow. Pillock. That's a new word. For I said, well, it's the Brits. Uh, annoying pillock of a male actor. <laughs> okay. Speaking of wankers, <laughs> Ted from How I Met Your Mother really gets on my nerves to the point that I found myself grating my teeth. Take him out of the How I Met Your Mother equation, and the show would be much better. Please. The H would be great. Please, please stop. And it's central in that show. <laughs> I'm, I'm, Basically, I'm, what's your take on female actors and annoying male leads? Cheers, if you manage to answer my cue. Hope you don't lose this, Benny. P.S. I've become reduced to watching Chuck for the female eye candy. They had Mini Arden and Anon for one, oh for one episode. God. For feck's sake. Wow, you are just... You're a disaster. <laughs> All right, well, that brings to a close another thrilling installment of uh, Tim Goodman's TV Talk Machine podcast, episode 60. 60, the Cougar Cutoff. Cougar Cutoff. If you believe in that, uh, let us know by calling, or or maybe if you disagree, by calling 1-888-SFC from Sucker Free City, TV, TM. If you were outside of the continental United States, what would you call, Joe? I would call 415-777-8821. That is from... All over the world. All over the world. And we haven't heard from Japan or China. You, you have to pay for the call. <laughs> well, don't tell them they got to pay for the call. Well, I mean, they should, they should be, you know, buyer A beware. pony up. Buyer, buyer beware. Yeah, yes. Uh, and so we look to hear from you because, uh, you know, uh, we were a little bit, um, uh, let's say, not committed to the podcast. We didn't post it and we didn't make a call for... For listeners and readers, and, and, and we didn't listen to it. And we didn't listen to it. So we're going to, we were remiss. We're putting it out there. We need you now. Come help us.